0: Did someone say tech news? Yeah, I did. Just now. Are you paying attention? You were right there! I still love you. The US is tightening its export restrictions on advanced AI chips to China, as well as a handful of other countries including Saudi Arabia, the UAE, and Vietnam. Vietnam too? Fuck crying out loud. Cut that. Specifically, they're targeting NVIDIA's A800 and H800 GPUs, variants of the A100 and H100 that NVIDIA modified specifically for the Asian market to comply with the Biden administration's restrictions on chip exports to China last October. Which is wild, because this October is right now, making last October exactly a year ago. So it took nearly an entire calendar year to close a loophole that obvious. The Cayman Islands, though, they still got that one. Previously, consumer graphics cards were largely unaffected, but the new rules also restrict sales of NVIDIA's RTX 4090, currently the most powerful gaming card available if you don't count the Blue Eyes White Dragon. Technically, vendors can still apply for special licenses to sell these GPUs, but it's not clear how likely the government is to grant them. Companies will also be required to inform the US government before selling chips below the restriction threshold in case somebody decides to I don't know, buy a whole bunch of slightly inferior chips and then jury-rig them together into a monstrous Frankenchip yearning for love and acceptance in a world that fears and misunderstands it? Google Glass may be gone, but the glass holes are back. That's right, with the release of the MetaQuest 3, grown adults with money, not me, have been wearing their fancy new face computers into public, using the device's low-latency pass-through mode that allows them to navigate their surroundings without running into walls. But that's half the fun. While that's obviously fine if you're just taking your $500 skull accessory on a walk through the park, it raises obvious privacy concerns when random tech bros are exploring the wonder of AR by recording banal interactions with identifiable service workers and posting it on the internet. Sorry, Stacy, who works on the Starbucks on 5th and 7th. And that's a problem that will only get worse next year, with the coming release of Meta's far more subtle Ray-Ban Smart Glasses, which early reviews have called a privacy nightmare. <laughs> the Smart Glasses have- Four the- out of five. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Meta AI, what's that sound? It's Joshua pooping. (laughs) The smart glasses have the obvious advantage that they don't make the wearer look like a lost Martian tourist, but the more pressing disadvantage that they portend a future where literally any douchebag in designer shades might be secretly recording you. Who says they aren't already? Check your toilets. (laughs) Following a string of rumors, many anticipated that Apple would announce new iPads with refreshed chips on Tuesday. Instead, they were not met with iPads, but the third product to bear the name Apple Pencil no doubt as punishment for daring to try and get a glimpse behind Tim Apple's curtain. He's showering! You're coming into my boudoir? (laughs) (laughs) I didn't give you permission. But a glimpse of Apple's reasoning would be nice to help the new $80 pencil make sense. It charges exclusively through a USB-C port hidden under a slider on its butt. But it's much better than the first-gen pencil's accident-waiting-to-happen design. But it can! still attached magnetically to the newest iPad Pros and Airs, just not to the 10th gen base model iPads. Thanks to Apple suddenly deciding the cameras go on the long side now. And it's the cheapest Apple Pencil, but it's not compatible with the cheapest iPad in Apple's current lineup, the 9th gen. It also doesn't have pressure sensitivity, support for double tap gestures, and you can't even engrave it for Christ's sake. What if I wanna send one to my mom? that says I love you mom, here's the third Apple Pencil. But none of that really matters for a big enough chunk of Apple fans who'll just buy the new one and ask us why it's not charging magnetically after. As for actual iPad refreshes, those will probably arrive in the spring or summer, maybe alongside a folding iPad, which I will purchase immediately. I mean, the other ones fold if you try hard enough. Just the one time. Now it's time for Quick Bits, brought to you by Seasonic, the company that makes spectacular power supplies but I'm here to tell you about their Magflow 120mm fans today. The same fans that kept your power supply quiet can now keep your computer nice and cool, and their snappy magnetic connection system makes installation simple. Guess you could say I'm a huge supporter of the Magflow. If you want your rig to be cool in more ways than one, you can get an individual Magflow or start chaining them together in a three pack by checking out the link below. Can you say QuickBits? No, you can't, because you're not hosting this video. I am, I get to read them. And no one can stop me, not even the editor. He won't cut me off, I'm gonna keep. New York legislators have proposed a new bill that would require a criminal background check to buy any 3D printer that could theoretically print all or part of a firearm, which unfortunately is most of them. Gun Digest recommends the Creality Ender 3 V2 or the Prusa i3 MK3S Plus, both of which are bedslinger-style FDM printers, the cheapest, most common kind of 3D printer. So if you're a New York resident with a felony conviction and a Warhammer addiction, this could seriously cramp your style. I mean, unless you like the visits from hot policemen. The printer down! AMD has released a new beta driver which disables its Radeon Anti-Lag Plus technology in all supported games after the feature and its predecessor, Anti-Lag Non Plus, led to a wave of player bans in CS2, Apex Legends, and COD. Unfortunately, AMD recommended using Anti-Lag to decrease latency caused by their fluid motion frames after enabling that in all DX11 games. It's like if your friend told you that the best way to get promoted at work was to find the most powerful person and punch them in the face. And all that did was make Linus angry. Qualcomm, in collaboration with Google, has announced development of the first ever mass market, Risk v Android SOC. Google announced RISC-V software support for Android OS late last year. Now Qualcomm are developing a yet unnamed RISC V Snapdragon SOC for wearable devices to act as the necessary hardware. If successful, this could present a serious competitive threat to ARM, as Risk V's open source architecture means it can be both cheaper and more flexible to implement. My ARM's pretty flexible. Don't ask me about my legs though. Catch my toes. I can also touch your toes. Arm is already suing Qualcomm over license fees and losing ground to RISC-V in China due to export restrictions, as if these companies needed anything else to make Thanksgiving more awkward. Friggin' China! Arm, stop talking about China around the table. The IRS is advancing a pilot program that will allow residents in 13 states to electronically file their tax returns directly with the IRS in 2024. The pilot is a response to a long-standing issue going back to 2001 when the IRS partnered with tax preparation companies to offer taxpayers with simple returns, a free alternative for filing their taxes. Those companies then made those free alternatives harder to find than a reason to get up in the morning or a reason to go to bed at night. Why is it both? (laughs) When the IRS banned them from doing that, both H&R Block and Intuit, the makers of TurboTax, left the agreement. Intuit has been lobbying against direct filing for over a decade, arguing that free alternatives are already available, which they are, you're just never going to find them. And I'm going to stay in bed late. Slimbook and Fedora Project announced a new Linux-optimized laptop, the Fedora Slimbook. So named after Fedora Slim, a hard-boiled private detective who is also the Marlboro Man. Yeehaw! The laptop comes with a 12th gen Intel Core i7-12700H processor, an RTX 3050 Ti graphics card, up to 64GB of RAM, a 4TB NVMe SSD, and a 16-inch 3K 90Hz display. The device comes loaded with software from Linux distribution Fedora, which is an absolutely wild coincidence, and features the GNOME desktop environment. Slimbook will be donating 3% of the revenue from the Fedora Slimbook to the Gnome Foundation, which provides end-of-life care for elderly garden gnomes. Rest in peace, Papa Smurf. (laughs) You will be missed. And nobody will know if you don't come back for more TechLinked on Friday, but I'll still feel it in my heart. My little red hat. First Papa Smurf and now this. Why would you do this, Jerry?